Five Drive. Catch up. Golda, it's such an honor to meet you. I'm such a huge fan of Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, oh my goodness. It's an absolute pleasure. I can't wait. I mean, literally, the time is ticking till the plane departs this evening for South Africa. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Thank you for talking to me. I can't believe you're on your way to South Africa. That's so awesome. Um, there's an exclusive premiere happening on Sunday, I believe, to launch Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Can you tell us more about the event that you're coming here for? Oh, my goodness. Uh, we are going to a winery in Stellenbosch. Is that how you Stellenbosch. pronounce it? Stellenbosch. That's yeah. it. Thank you so much. Um yeah, uh, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of glitz and glamour. I can't wait. I think the weather's going to be really beautiful. Um, I think we've got all about maybe like a 25 uh, weather chart. Uh, so that's like absolutely perfect. Um, and I'm really excited. The styling, we're going to be celebrating some South African designers. So that's all a lovely surprise. Um, I won't say too much about that because I always like to keep those kind of things, you know, uh, people guessing on that so that the entrance is, yeah, surprise and has the biggest impact. Um, so that's really exciting. I've met them and had discussions with them and they're really, you know, wonderful, wonderful people. So I'm I'm really excited to really celebrate the, you know, South African fashion um, and your designers that you have over there, which is great. Um, yeah, uh, the setting looks absolutely divine. Uh, the vineyard looks beautiful. I think there's going to be music, obviously the screening. Um, and there's a little Q&A happening with myself and Asama. So, yeah, it's uh, a big all-day event. Really good. That Very sounds, exciting. Yeah, that sounds so, so exciting. Have you ever been to South Africa before? Never. And I feel very sad saying that. Always wanted to go. But it never seemed, you know, the timing, the universe never seemed to to like click. But yeah, uh, here we are. Yeah, tonight <laughs> I will be on a plane heading towards South Africa. Exciting times. That's so awesome. Well, we're so excited to have you here, of course. What else are you hoping to get up to while you're here? Well, there's a lot. I got my itinerary today and there's some really good things. There's a helicopter ride that I'm going to go on. There's some spa and relaxation, so that'll be nice. And then uh, I think uh, I'd love to spend some time, because I think the vineyard is about an hour away from Cape Town, but I'd love to spend some time in Cape Town. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, we can, yeah, really get to kind of come into the city and, uh, yeah, have a, have a few hours there. I'm sure you'll love it. The nature is beautiful. Uh, if you eat sushi, our sushi is pretty good, I think, especially in Cape Town. Mm, okay, um, great. Yeah, there's some pretty good stuff out there. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. How did you find out that your character, Queen Charlotte, was getting her own prequel spinoff? And what did you think when you found out? Yeah, there was a moment. I, I can't remember the dates and times. But I opened my email one morning and I saw an email from uh, uh, one of the guys from Shondaland saying, please uh, be ready. Please be available at 3 p.m. this afternoon. I was like, oh, OK, that's interesting. So I was available at 3 p.m. and opened up my Zoom link and there was Shonda Rhimes, beautiful face. 
Um, and yeah, she announced that uh, there was going to be a, a spin-off. Adjua was there as well and Ruth and, you know, the four of us had a really great discussion about um, the excitement that her and Netflix had and that, yeah, we had, we had a discussion about, you know, celebrating older women and the older characters as well and that kind of sisterhood and friendship and girl power. You know, and I'm really pleased that in the prequel there is there is that feeling of that, you know, that you get the feeling of these three amazing women and how they started off and their journey. And you follow that journey through to the understanding of, you know, them as women in the Bridgerton series. Um, but it was thrilling. You know, it's very humbling when you when you get that kind of news, because you always hope as an actor that your little baby that you have created, you know, gets put out into the world and that the world really takes to it. And I feel very blessed that, you know, QC is a fan favourite. That's amazing. And as you mentioned, um, there are a lot of new cast members in this uh, series. But of course, you had your ladies with you, Lady Danbury and Lady Bridgerton, reprising their roles. How different was it filming this series compared to Bridgerton? Queen Charlotte is a very intimate look at these characters, especially the journey of Charlotte. See her as a new wife. And I think it will explain a lot about the person you see in Bridgerton, where she's come from who she is, who she was, her journey, what she becomes, the difficulties, the duty, the, you know, the meeting George for the first time, them having a little bit of conflict and then falling in love and that beautiful love blossoming into the strength and support that you see in Bridgerton. Um, I think that's a really important, because it's always important for me in Bridgerton to have that sense of love, that sense of connection with with George. So every time I do a scene in Bridgerton, I make sure I think of George at least once. I make sure I think of family at least once, because I think that is the uh, kind of cornerstone, you know, of this whole character. Um, So it's really nice to be able to do a deep dive into that through Queen Charlotte of Bridgerton's story. Um, It feels a lot smaller than Bridgerton in that kind of intimate way. You know, Bridgerton has the glitz and glamour and it's colourful and it's big and bold. And I love that Queen Charlotte is a kind of intimate look at these characters, a kind of more human, personal look at these characters. You know, I always describe it as the kind of, behind the scenes of Bridgerton, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you can you can kind of imagine Queen Charlotte at the presentation ball coming out of one door of Bridgerton and going into the, the scene with the children, do you know what I mean? They are so, so connected in that way. Yeah, that's so true. I could tell even just from watching uh, the first few episodes of the series, I'm like, yeah, this, it's so, so well connected. It's brilliantly done. Yeah, um, yeah. India Amatefio, Amatefio, uh, plays... yeah, Amatefio, very well. That's very <laughs> good, Amatefio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. She plays young Queen Charlotte. What was she yeah. like? And did you give her any advice on playing the character? 
the only advice I gave India was to take the role and make it her own. Charlotte's all about standing firm in her own self, you know, in her own womanhood. Charlotte is unapologetic. And I think to come at the character with your own sense of who you are, and India absolutely has that in abundance, 100%, you know, and she's only blossomed and her confidence has, has only, you know, got better doing this part. And I think that's a testament to her as an actress. So that was my only advice, you know, for her to take it and make it her own. And I think, you know, it's fascinating, isn't it, that I do that, she does that, and Charlotte becomes the person that she is. And at 17, you see Charlotte be, you know, firm in who she is and be unapologetic. And I think that is something that we could all, all people could take on board a little leaf out of that book. I know I, you know, not successfully every single day, but, you know, in playing this character for the last four years, that's the one thing that I, I try to take a leaf out of, you know, Charlotte's book to be unapologetic in this world. I love that. Um, and Shonda Rhimes is doing such an incredible job. Bridgerton has been hugely successful. I'm sure Queen Charlotte will be too. What do you think it is that brings people or keeps people coming back to this Bridgerton universe? I think the writing. I think the the fact that Shonda is so, so tuned into making characters accessible, having storylines that are accessible, even in a period drama, you know, uh, a genre that is has been unaccessible sometimes to a lot of people in the past. Now, um, has been reimagined, modernized for the world that we see today, you know? And I think we are in a very uh, privileged position, Shonda Rhimes, us as actors, producers, directors, creatives, we are in a really unique position that through storytelling, we can discuss some difficult topics, topics that are, you know, uneasy for some people, race, gender, sexuality, inclusion, diversity. But through storytelling, we can kind of take the heat off a little bit so that people can lean forward and try and discover and experience, you know, those difficult topics in a, in a, in a, in a different way, you know, so that a five-year-old black girl can dress up as Queen Charlotte for a birthday party and that can be taken through innocence through storytelling and discussed about you know and and that little girl can be inspired in that way but through the medium of storytelling I think you know that's that's why people keep coming back and that's why Bridgerton and now Queen Charlotte uh, are being celebrated in that way. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. And and Queen Charlotte is inspired by the real Queen Charlotte, who was also the wife of King George III. How much research did you do into the actual real Queen Charlotte when you took on this role? 
that's an interesting one. I think India probably did a little bit more than me because of coming, you know, it is an origin story. Um, but for my own journey with the character, I was very much uh, aware that we weren't doing a documentary. That yes, this historical figure was being put into a fantasy world. She was being put into Julia Quinn's books. So for me, the scripts were the most important thing. How was this woman going to navigate this world that she was being put in? Who was Lady Danbury? Who was Violet? How was that relationship being, you know, uh, uh, perceived? So Queen Charlotte is Queen Charlotte in the world of Bridgerton, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think... You know, what's also really wonderful and exciting is, yes, in Queen Charlotte, we do have these moments of history. Yeah. The story of Charlotte is being peppered out in the world of, of Bridgerton. But we have space to breathe, to make that historical wink breathe and mold it into the world that we know and love and i think that's why the two are so linked are so brilliantly linked because we're still in the world of bridgerton but yet we can take a little bit of history and go oh how does that fit in the world that we've already created you know yeah we can have a wink to it but you know we can we can pull it apart a little bit or shrink it down a little bit. And that's the joy of our, you know, industry of, of acting and writing and storytelling that we have license to do all of that. So yeah, it kind of, it just makes it blossom in a different way, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you mentioned fashion earlier, your elaborate costumes and wigs, of course, are absolutely incredible and so beautiful. Are they as difficult yeah. to move around in as they seem? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yes. I mean, there's no kind of shying away from it. It's, um, it's an extraordinary position to be in, right? To celebrate these wonderful costume designers and, make, and, and design, makeup and hair designers. Do you know what I mean? And I feel privileged every single day to wear, to be the kind of vessel to wear, to be the canvas. But it is difficult, but it is 100% the last cherry on the cake for that character. Charlotte needs those things to be Charlotte, you know. Um, it determines how she walks, how she speaks, how she moves, how she sits, how she thinks. It's such an integral part of this character. It takes me about two and a half hours from beginning to end to create on, on, you know, on a film day. And that's not just sitting in a chair and having makeup and hair. That's, there's a specific points that I have to go through dur during those two and a half hours. One is, you know, I do hair and makeup and I, I can't get ready the costume in the trailer. So I have to be taken to set where they have uh, an easy up where I then get just because it's so big and so grand and then the wig gets taken, gets put on. So there are so many bits 
you know, that have to be put into place. But during that two and a half hours, there are moments where I'm like, here we go. That's one little section happening. Here we go for the nether little section. And until the last jewel or earring or necklace is put on and I look in the mirror, bam, there she is. She's arrived, you know. Um, so I use those hours to create the part. It's so, yeah, it's really important for me. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. They are happy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Golda, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All the best in South Africa. I hope you fly safe and I hope you have the thank best Thank you so time. much. Thank you. It was a joy to speak to you. Cheers. Awesome. Thank you too. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5